Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words and Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality with me, your host, Pastor Kevin Treasure, a.k.a. The Winner's Mentality, helping you win with the power of your words. Yes, your words have power. And if you want to be a wise person, you've got to learn to hold your tongue even in the most trying situations, in the most difficult times. And I've got here some written down some notes in regards to wise words come from wise people. I'm going to say that again. Wise words come from wise people. I tell people, you want to know who people really are? It's not what they say, it's what they, it's what they say. Listen to what comes out of their mouth. Because the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So if you really want to know who people are, watch what they say and watch what they do. Amen. Some people may put on a mask or maybe, but if you listen to people long enough, I tell people, I tell people, listen, let me hang around you long enough. I'll find out who you really are. I'm going to say that again. Hang around people long enough. You'll find out who they really are by what comes out of their mouth. What is coming out of their mouth is proceeding from the heart. So you've got to be careful. And if you want to be a wise person, amen, you've got to learn to control your tongue. You've got to learn to control your temper, amen, because the Bible says anger worketh not the righteousness of God, amen. So you've got to learn, amen, to control your temper, amen. You've got to learn to give that to God. If you've got a problem in that area, I don't know why I'm going here. But if you've got a problem in that area, learn to say, God, I'm submitting this to you. I'm giving this to you. Give me the grace to walk in the spirit that I not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I want to do the things that please you. Amen. I want to please God. And if you're the sound of my voice and you're designed to please God, you can say, God, I can submit my will to your will because I want to please God. And we're going to hear about a man that pleased God and a man who had wisdom, the man that went through so much trials Amen. so much testing but he passed all the tests and I'm not knocking anyone because we all go through tests some fail like myself some we fail some we pass some we have to retake amen sometimes in life when we don't pass the test we need to retake them we need to reset them but God will give us the grace and the ability amen to pass every test that comes our way and this man's name was Joseph and Joseph was a wise man amen even though what he went through was hard amen God was building character and I will encourage someone you may be going through hardships in your life you might be going through difficult situations in your life but I want to encourage you that God is building character. I'm going to say that again. You may be going through some situations in your life. I want to let you know some hardships in your life. But God is building character. Amen. Because God is trying to take you to a place that if where you are right now, if he takes you where you are with the character that you have now, you're not going to be there very long. Amen. But because God wants to bring you to a place of prominence, he wants to bring you to a place where you can fulfill his will and call and his assignment for your life. He's saying, before I bring you into the fullness of what I have for you, I want to make sure that your character and your personality can handle it and can carry it, more importantly. I'm going to say that again. Before I bring you to the place what I have for you, I want to make sure that your personality and your character can handle it and character, amen, can handle it. Joseph was a Hebrew who was sold into slavery by his own brothers, sold again into Potiphar's house, then lied about in regard to rape, thrown into prison. But throughout Joseph's life, we notice a pattern. In all that Joseph went through, the Bible continually states, the Lord was with Joseph. Genesis 39, 2, verse 21, verse 23. Although he was locked up in prison, Joseph was remembered for his extraordinary gifting of dream interpretation. His gifting became so highly sought after when the most important man in the land needed him. And I'll let you know, listen to me, the man's gift shall make room for him. 
And Joseph had a gift, amen. And he demonstrated that gift to the butler, to the baker. And before his dreams, their dreams came to pass. He said, remember me, amen. Tell Pharaoh about me. And the Bible says that the cupbearer forgot all about him. Amen. But when his time came, and I'll let you know, you're not going to come out before your time. There is a time for everyone and every one of us under the sun. There is a time and a season for everything under the sun. And the Bible says Pharaoh was troubled with dreams, which no one could interpret. And when he was advised, there was a man in prison who could interpret his dreams. Joseph was released, washed and changed, and he finally stood before Pharaoh. And as Joseph stood before the most powerful man in Egypt, Pharaoh explained to Joseph that he received two dreams. And as you know, we, we know these, we, these are some Bible stories, Sunday school stories. And the first of which he dreamed, he saw seven fat cows and seven skinny cows. And the seven skinny cows devoured the fat cows, but they stayed thin. And the second dream, he saw seven healthy ears of grain come up from one stalk and seven withered ears came up and devoured the healthy stalks. No one understood these dreams. And I want to let you know that God will give you the wisdom, amen, to solve problems that no one else can solve. Amen. God is, God is just preparing many of you, many of us that are listening, many people listening. God is preparing you and he's giving you wisdom that no one else can solve. Amen. That you're going to come into rooms of affluence and influence. Amen. Where you're going to, you're the only one with the answer because you're the only one of a relationship with God. You're the only one that's listening to God. You're the only one that's been working their gifting in the field like David had been working in his gifting with that slingshot, with the lion and the bear. Amen. And when it was time to stand before Goliath, he had this confidence because he knew he had been working his gift no one understood the dreams and no one could help him interpret him but joseph unmoved oh my god he was unmoved and confident as the dream interpretation was his domain listen when you come into your domain he explained to pharaoh that the dreams were one in the same they meant that the land would receive seven years of coming prosperity but then seven years of severe famine would follow which would be so severe that it would be as though the seven years of plenty never existed when Joseph was finished, according to the word, it says, Now therefore let Pharaoh look out for a man discreet and wise and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint an officer over the land and take to take up a fifth part of the land of Egypt in the seven years of plenty and let him gather all the food of those good years and come and lay up under the corn under the hand of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the cities. And that, and that food shall be in store for the land against the seven years of famine which shall be in the land of Egypt that the land perish not through the famine. That's Genesis 41, 33 and to 36. I, I, I love Joseph. Not satisfied with just exercising his gifting and revealing to Pharaoh the meaning of his dreams. Joseph accompanied the interpretation with a solution to the coming catastrophe. You see, listen, Ordinary people only see the problem, but they fail to identify the solution. But Joseph was not an ordinary prisoner, and neither are you. You're not ordinary. He commanded Pharaoh to gather up the food of grain during the days of plenty and store them in cities in reserve for the days of famine to prepare for the years to come. I've got here, winners will always go above and beyond the call of service. I'm going to say that again. As a winner, winners always go above and beyond the call of service. Here in Joseph's interpretation, along with the solution, Pharaoh announced, Genesis 41, 38 to 40, and Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a man as this, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? 
And Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house and over all the people shall you rule according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. Genesis 31, 38 to 40. Listen, going from a prisoner to a man second in command of an entire nation is some promotion. Joseph went from total obscurity to national prominence in one day. God gave him a gift and Joseph used his gift along with the knowledge he had gained to give Pharaoh advice that would elevate him to economic to elevate the economic makeup of Egypt. I'm going to say that again. That is so powerful. I wrote this down. Pharaoh, Pharaoh the, the advice that he gave Pharaoh would elevate the economic makeup of Egypt. Joseph spoke and Pharaoh listened. And in time, the knowledge he dispersed would go on to catapult Egypt to be a world power and preserve Joseph's family line. I've got here, write this down. Ordinary people only see the problem. Gifted people offer the solution. I'm going to say that only ordinary people only see the problem. Gifted people give you the solutions. I've got here some winner's mentality points. Winners will mine for the dominant gift within themselves. I'm going to say that again. Winners will mine for the dominant gift within themselves. Proverbs says, A man's gift will make room for him and brings him before great men. Proverbs 18.16 As a winner, there is wisdom you are carrying around with you, which is able to take you out of your present condition. Joseph was in, was in prison and became second in command to Pharaoh himself. Ask yourself, you've got to ask yourself, what condition am I presently in and what gifting do I possess that can change my current circumstances? You have giftings. If you're listening to that pod, this podcast, you have gift. There's giftings inside of you that can change your situation, your family, and man, it can change your wealth, can change everything. But you've got a mind for your dominant gifting, and man. The next one, winners will always depend on God for answers. I'm going to say that again. Winners will always depend on God for answers. When Pharaoh stood before Pharaoh, he explained, "It is not me, but it's God that shall give Pharaoh an answer for peace." Genesis 41.16 Winners mentality number three The words of the wise will usually preserve the lives of others I'm going to say that again The words of the wise will usually preserve the lives of others With Joseph's knowledge and counsel Egypt was preserved And not only Egypt But the nation of Israel Was ultimately preserved Daniel received revelation of the king's dream That preserved the lives of all the wise men of Babylon Daniel chapter 2 The words of wise will usually preserve the lives of others Next one There is a gifting Write this down There is a gift inside of you That is capable of catapulting you into your destiny Oh my god this is so powerful Please write this down There is a gift inside of you That is capable of catapulting you into your destiny It was the gift that brought Joseph into reality of his dream that he had had so many years ago. It was the gift that brought Joseph into the reality, amen, of the dream that God had given him so many years ago. There's a gift inside of you. I don't know, you might be good of your hands. Some of you are good at cooking. I mean, some of you take your cooking skills for granted. The Colonel, Colonel Saunders, amen, the man that created KFC, he was in his 60s. He had retired when he went about baking chicken, frying chicken, and the rest is history amen because frying chicken who'd think back in those days all those many moons ago many years ago 
He said, let me just fry some chicken and start selling my chicken. Open up his store, open one store. Before you know it, it became all over America. Now KFC is all over the world. There's a gifting inside of you that can catapult you, amen, into your destiny. There's some people, they can, they're good with hair. Or there's some people, they're good at science. They're good at concoctions. There's some people, listen, you're just good at artwork. You're good at singing. So many people have different types of gifting. You're good at tennis. You're good at sports. There's so many giftings. You're good, you're good with numbers. There's so many people that have so much giftings, but yet they're in a nine to five. I speak to myself as well as I speak to you. You're in a nine to five and you're just getting by. And God is saying, why are you living below the means and the standards that I've set before you? He said, I've come that you could have life and have it more abundantly. I've come to give you the Zoe life, but yet you are just in a menial job doing menial things. And God is saying, you're not working the gifting and the gifting that I've given you can change your life forever and change your family line and generate generational wealth. God is saying, I've given you a gift. Use it for the glory of God. Thank you for tuning to the Power of Words, the Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.